This is VOA News in Washington. I'm Jeff Custer. The Gaza Health Ministry reports Thursday the death toll since the start of the Israeli-Hamas war has now risen to more than 30,000 people following the latest deadly strike there. Associated Press correspondent Karen Chamas reports. Gaza's health ministry has said dozens of people were killed in an Israeli strike on a crowd of Palestinians waiting for much-needed humanitarian aid in northern Gaza. An official said hundreds more were wounded in the strike in Gaza City. The strike and new death toll come as the first major delivery of much-needed aid reached in Gaza this week. 1,200 people were killed in a deadly Hamas attack on southern Israel on October the 7th. I'm Karen Shamas. In its latest update, the Gaza Health Ministry says 104 people were killed Thursday as they waited for that humanitarian assistance and another 760 wounded. Witnesses report the Israeli troops opened fire on people as they were pulling flour and canned goods off the trucks. An Israeli government spokesman said the soldiers were firing around people they believed were looting the aid. UN High Commissioner for Human Rights Volker Turk delivered his report of the situation in the occupied Palestinian territory Thursday as part of the 55th session of the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva. He expounded on the dire situation in Gaza and said all people in Gaza are on the brink of famine. Almost all are drinking salty and contaminated water. Healthcare across the territory is barely functioning. Just imagine what this means for the wounded and for people suffering infectious disease outbreaks. Turk said the attacks on Israeli civilians on October 7th and 8th by Hamas were totally unjustifiable, but so was the brutality of Israel's response. He said the war in, in Gaza must end. You'll find expanded coverage of world news and events at our website, voanews.com, 24 hours a day. This is VOA News. An additional $60 billion in aid for Ukraine continues to be held up in the U.S. Congress. And a new poll conducted by the Associated Press shows U.S. citizens are divided along party lines on the subject. Associated Press correspondent Jennifer King reports. 27% of Americans surveyed say the U.S. is spending too little versus 70% who say we're spending too much or just the right amount. Among Democrats, 44% say the U.S. is spending too little on military aid for Ukraine. That's up from 14% in November. Among Republicans, 55% say the U.S. is spending too much. Only 14% say the U.S. is spending too little. Jeffrey Jackson, a Republican from Granbury, Texas, tells the AP the U.S. government needs to take care of our own people and then worry about the rest of the world later. Nevertheless, half of U.S. adults say it's highly important for the U.S. to focus on stopping Russia from gaining more territory in Ukraine. And a majority, including Republicans, support the spirit of Article 5 of the NATO military alliance and say they would favor deploying U.S. troops to defend a NATO ally if it were attacked by Russian forces. Jennifer King, Washington. Russian President Vladimir Putin Thursday vowed to fulfill Moscow's goals in Ukraine and sternly warned the West against a deeper involvement in the fighting there, saying it's fraught with the risk of a global nuclear conflict. Putin's warning came in a State of the State or State of the Union, or I'm sorry, State of the Nation address ahead of next month's elections, which in which he is all but certain to win. An apparent reference to French President Emmanuel Macron's statement earlier this week that Western ground troop deployment to Ukraine should not be ruled out, Putin said it would lead to tragic consequences. Putin said that it would trigger a Russian response, raising the threat of a nuclear conflict. The United Nations peacekeeping mission in the Democratic Republic of Congo, known as MINUSCO, started its withdrawal from the country after 25 years by transferring the base at Kamanyola to Kigali's authorities Wednesday. Russia, a Reuters correspondent Olivia Chan reports. 
On Wednesday, MONUSCO chief Binto Keita handed over the base of Kamanyola to Congolese authorities in a ceremony. She expressed hopes that the transfer would set a precedent for the mission's disengagement process. Established in 2005, the Kamanyola base was tasked with protecting civilians and maintaining security in the eastern South Kivu province. Keita reiterated the commitment to work jointly with Congolese authorities for an orderly and responsible withdrawal. The currently 13,500-strong force took over an earlier UN operation in 2010 to help quell insecurity in the east of the Central African country, where armed groups fight over territory and resources. That's Reuters correspondent Olivia Chan reporting. In Washington, I'm Jeff Custer. This is VOA News.